It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome in to our 2021-2022 Bowl Pick'em Tutorial. This is the best college football pick'em pod in the land. We're coming to you from BellyUpSports.com. He is Alan Denton. I am Thomas Black. And man, Alan, we have wrapped up the regular season. We've handed out hundreds of dollars in prizes. At least they're kind of on their way at this point. And now we are turning our attention to bowl season. And man, we've got to welcome you in because if we remember things accurately and we document what has happened in the past here on the blackout we have to recognize you alan as last year's bowl pick'em champion well thank you thank you it is so good to be with you people my my <laughs> this day now i'm excited to to get back to it I, man i've got to protect the crown absolutely and there is a lot of work that can be done to protect your crown that is because as we turn our attention to the bowl season pick'em and our confidence pick'em pool we have 44 games to pick. Alan, it's nuts. Last year, we went through this thing and we had games canceled left and right. I think we had high 20s, 28, 29 games, something like that. But a full slate this year, 44 games, one that was added very late in the process just to accommodate bowl eligible teams. And when you document all the points, one through 44 in a confidence pick and pool, Alan, there are 990 points available for everybody in the pick'em this year all the points my man it's gonna be amazing so many bowl games i love this time of year i love watching two teams that nobody cares about then and just watching them go at it as if their lives depended on it for 20 points you know it's gonna be awesome it is definitely going to be awesome and something to watch as we go through just tons of stuff to get to. So Alan and I are here for a tutorial with you just to kind of walk you all through the steps of this process. We understand that there may be some new people with us who aren't familiar with a confidence pick and pull. We're going to have a few basic rules for you. And then we're also just going to kind of document our philosophies on how our process changes going from a regular season competition that, Alan, we've compared to a marathon many times before, heading into bowl season, it's much more of a sprint, right? No doubt about it. Even though sometimes you have to give yourself some space on the back end of this, it very much is, is an outright sprint, which is just a ton of fun. 
Definitely a lot of fun. And Alan, again, for our kind of newbies to the confidence pick and pool, what all of this means is you've got confidence values 1 through 44 for the 44 games we have to pick. And if you have a lot of confidence that a team is going to win, you lobby those highest point values on those games. Because if you pick a game right, then you get those points tied to it. So one point for a low-value game means that you're not very confident and you're hoping the game turns out in your favor. You pick up a point or two here or there. But if you're really, really confident in this thing with up to 44 points on the board, you're going to lobby your 40, your 41, your 42, your 43, your 44 on the games that you are most confident are going to result in winners. And uh, going through this process the whole way through is quite an ordeal throughout all of bowl season. Yeah, you're exactly right. And honestly, it's easy, very, very easy to feel overwhelmed when you look at this many games with that much time difference and and day difference and game differences. Don't feel bad. One of the things that I encourage people to do when they kind of get that feeling of being overwhelmed, select games only a couple of days ahead of time to buy yourself a little more time. Don't feel like you have to select all the games up front. Just select the games you feel confident that are coming first and move those around. And then as you have more time, you can, you know, take it a little chunk by little chunk. So don't feel bad if you feel overwhelmed by just the sheer size of the board. No doubt about it. And the fortunate thing is, though, we have still a little bit of time until kickoff. Here we're recording on Thursday night, and the bowls don't start until over a week from now, next Friday on the 17th. So still a good bit of time. And the kind of philosophy that I like taking, Alan, is I start off and I just kind of do a rough draft of my board. You know, I look at the games just without looking at spreads or anything, just looking at which matchups I think I'm most confident in, kind of run them all up into one general end of the board, put the low confidence down low, then kind of muddy my middle together. And then at least I have my board set up in tiers where, you know, I have a bunch of games that I know are generally going to be clustered together. I have another set of games that are generally clustered together at the top. And then I look for those kickoff times because like you're kind of alluding to, for those again, new to the contest, this is a deal where each individual game locks once it kicks off. But apart from that, you can still change your picks. You can still move picks all around. And if you do it a little at a time and make sure you have five or 10 games kind of clustered together, you can set up, like you're saying, a day or two at a time and you can kind of solidify where you want one or two or three games and then little by little work your way through the bowl season that way. That's exactly right, because there's going to be some movement on these games. There's going to be people that say, you know what, I'm not going to end up playing this game that can greatly affect you. So I certainly wouldn't tell anybody to do this, to just select their board and walk away from it and never visit it again. You know, I, I think it's helpful if you're able to, to go back over it and see, you know, let's slide this down a little bit based on some new information or based on how I feel about another game. And like you said, because it only locks at the time of that individual game kicking off, it gives you a lot of flexibility. No doubt about it, Alan. It's honestly how I worked my way through all of bowl season last year because I'm sure people who participated in the contest remember this, but we 
had the games go live on our pick'em board from ESPN.com at something like four o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon, and then the very first bowl game kicked off the next day. The next day, yeah, <laughs> it was wild. COVID ruined so much of the season. You know, it backed everything up. So many cancellations. Bowls got canceled. But by the time we got to mid-December, with the end of the regular season and the conference championships, we were kicking off bowls that next Monday. And so there were a lot of teams that already knew where they were going, but that pick and board did not go live until that Sunday. And so you and I sat there, we talked about all the games, we jotted down all of our notes, and then we came here and we recorded just as we are doing here, but it was on Sunday <laughs> night, the night before the games kicked off. It was insane. Yeah. It was, man. I mean, last season didn't have enough fiber in its diet because, I mean, it backed up all the way. Like, I think it was like the 18th or 19th of December. Like you said, we're scrambling together and trying to put our notes in and then finding a way. And I did. I lived kind of minute by minute the first few games because I hadn't had a chance to look at everything. And that actually ended up playing into my hands a little bit because those are games that I typically don't know as much about anyway. And so I typically have them lower on my board regardless So I was one of those guys, I think I sat on here the last year saying, listen, you can kind of look and see. I'm one of those guys that that doesn't put a lot up front and kind of roar back as time goes along. And I think the only time that I led last year was after the national championship game when I won it. Absolutely. You certainly came from the middle of the pack. But uh, the thing that went to your advantage last year was you had a lot of low values early. You had some misses there, but that didn't really hurt you. And you were just kind of laying back, not really looking like a threat. But that's the thing that people have to realize, too, with this pick Don't get discouraged if you're sitting there with only a few points and you've missed some games, as long as they are low-value games. Because you can look like you're way, way behind. But if everybody's putting their top picks out early and they're missing some of those, you have the opportunity to blow past them at the end of this contest. This whole thing is all about potential points, collecting and having as many potential points available to you as possible. Because, listen, you're going to miss some big ones. If you have to put 44 games on the board, you're going to miss them over 30. Don't freak out. Don't just try to start flipping to all upsets or anything like that. Just allow yourself to stay calm and and trust your picks. Absolutely. As we go throughout this thing, we're going to talk about it a good bit. We have over $500 in prizes up for grabs. Uh, We'll have a lot of the same stuff that we had during the regular season, a little bit of addition. We're going to have top five finishers who get prizes, and uh, we'll have tiebreakers in there as well. So it's going to be a blast. And Alan, as we close out the Pick'em tutorial, as long as you don't have anything else to say, I think we've kind of covered it uh, at least around the general level of bases as we need to go right now, right? Yeah, I think so. My big rule, keep the championship above a 10 just in case. That way you can keep some of those later games higher on your board for maximum flexibility. And my biggest thing is look for motivation. Who wants to be there? Keep the teams that are just looking for the season in because of coaching change or interims, that kind of stuff. Try to identify some of those and stay away from having those teams way up high on your board. No doubt about it. And just for clarity, for those who are brand new to this thing, when Alan says leave your championship at 10 or more, what he's talking about is if you haven't looked at the pick and board at this point, there is the national championship game 
in the pick and board right now. You don't yep. get the benefit of it coming up later. It's there right now, and you can pick it based off of who you think is going to be in that matchup, but you do have to slot it according to a value, and that can change as you go throughout the bowl season, but especially as you get into the end of December and the beginning of January, you better have a good understanding of who you think is going to be there, or by the time those games finish up, you better understand where you want to slide that thing based on who's in the national championship. But if you can kind of project it early on and feel kind of confident about it, you can kind of put it where you want, and uh, that could play your benefit as you go on. Absolutely. As Alan mentioned, too, the opt-outs are going to be huge. We have our eyes on a number of those, but there's always going to be more. So that's something to pay attention to as we work closer to kickoff. So coming up next, Alan and I have our bowl pick em pod. That's where we're each going to give you eight value picks. Plus, we're going to give you our early college football playoff picks. It's going to be a blast. If you want to check it out, coming up next on the next episode here on the Blackout. And of course, we would love your help by following the Blackout on Facebook and Twitter at the Blackout Pod and offering those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Alan, the tutorial, I hope, is a help to some people. And as we jump off and look at the Pick'em Board, this Pick'em Pod is going to be a blast and hopefully land some really good picks for the listeners and helping them earn those prizes later in the contest. Yes, it's going to be great. I look forward to competing against everybody. And definitely hit us up on the actual Bowl Pick'em podcast because we've got some juicy nugs we're going to be able to dispense to everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.